already know what I'm getting you guys for Christmas. Oh. Are we getting each other gifts? Two years in a row, nothing for Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> no Jimmy gift. Fuck. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I think Jimmy gets two gifts this year. You get a gift. Uh, and I got you him a hard a drive. That is true. Another hard drive? <laughs> yeah. Two hard drives. <laughs> Every year you get exponentially more hard drives. Ooh. Hey, Logan, you want to know what the real thing is? Is that what you I found out this week what people group I hate the most. What? I'll tell you guys after the show. Now, say it now. Hi, welcome to the Danger Junior Hoboken Die Room, sponsored by Sobe Entertainment and Hoboken Pies. Hoboken Pies, the only sponsor who hasn't fulfilled their sponsorship promises. Alex, you low-life snake. Give me those two pizzas you fucking promised me. I'm very hungry. Daddy wants a pizza sauce. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's address this right now. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Our sponsorship, are you kidding me? We're calling them? We're fucking calling them on their shit. We're going to call them on your life. I can't hear. If you'd like to speak with a team member, we'd be happy to assist you. Please press one. Oh, dude. For the listener, Hoboken Pies and sponsors the whole season and didn't give us our fucking pieces that they promised. They can't hear us. Only you can. Hi, do you guys deliver? Okay. Range delivery range. okay, great. So I need to download the Hoboken Pie app. Yeah. Okay. It's free. Okay. It's free delivery? And no, the app is free. Is the is the del- is there a delivery fee? Yeah, so we partner for like with DoorDash for our deliveries. So based on how far you are from the location is like how much your fee would be. Okay. Okay, thank you, Hoboken Pies. Is there a delivery range? Alright, no problem. Okay, bye. DoorDash will deliver how far. So really, this is an ad for DoorDash. DoorDash. They deliver. Thank you for uh, your sponsorship. And being cooler than Hoboken Pies. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Austin Besson, and I'm going to introduce everyone else by asking, sour salary or hourly? Oh, sourly. Actually, we're going to go. I usually go. I usually go, Jimmy. Megan. Salary. Yeah, you got it. Logan. Hourly. Blake. Sourly. Devourly. Uh, no, wait. The ill couch gets us again. No, Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer your question with another question. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer your shirt collar semi-spread or spread? What's the question? Do you prefer your I didn't shirt collar? I'm a straight man. What are you asking me? Yeah, but a shirt collar. Semi-spread or cheeks? spread? Shirt shirt collar. Shirt collar. Shirt collar. Show him the picture. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Spread? I want the shorter collar. Semi-spread. No, fuck that Se- one. First one. First yeah, one. fuck that one. So spread? We're spread people? Oh, my God. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What Come am on, I, baby. Dwight Schrute? Come on, baby. Yeah, that second one's rough, but. What am I, a yeah. detective that has never solved any case? I, I, I saw <laughs> a man once stab himself with a semi-spread shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Rightly so. Oh. Oh no! Oh wait, they don't have my size. 
if this is your first time tuning in, congratulations. This is season two finale. Uh, this is uh, the Danger Junior Writers Room, the only show where we fuck Jimmy. Okay, the, the, the only th- show where we fuck Jimmy. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Pornhole.com. What? <laughs> no, the grounding in your interface shocks my mouth every time my mouth comes up to the. I never knew that until just now. Oh yeah, I get shocked every, every time I, I, I mouth comes. You're, you're in Blake's interface. Oh uh, well, I. So this is a ground. This is a house problem. And I'm shocked. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's kind of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything <laughs> yet because I kind of like it. <laughs> mm. That's what I do. Anyway, I've never gotten shocked. shocked. Well, all right, we talk for a little bit. We write some sketches. Uh, this actually for the season finale, we're doing all Logan sketches. It was supposed to be an all right episode, but we show behind. Show. We are. Actually, I don't think we are. I think it. I think this is what. This is making them wait for anticipation. This is what God really wanted. I need a new computer. (laughs) Bad. He needs a new computer. Hey, listen out there, people out there, I need a new computer. Bad. If you don't know, Logan writes it on his phone. He he writes his sketches with his bare hands. Gross. Anyways, uh, before before we get to Logan's sketches, Megan, what are we shooting the shit about this week? Jobs part three, baby. Last week we were talking about, like, our experiences with customers, because in our first jobs episodes, we didn't really talk about that. So we're just kind of talking about interactions with shitty customers. I had one actually happen today that I can tell while you guys please are thinking of one. Please do. So today, this woman comes in, and she seats herself, by the way, first off, seats herself. There's a yeah. big-ass big sign when you walk into the restaurant that says, Welcome, please check in with a host stand at the host stand to be seated. Don't seat yourself. And she sat herself. But you know that's what? That's the troll at the front of the store. It was a <laughs> Monday. It was 9.30 a.m. It doesn't really fucking matter. So I walk up to her with some menus, and I was like, Hey, you know, did you want to sit here? Is it just you? And she was like, No, my friend's joining me. I was like, Okay, cool. So I went and got her some menus and sat down. Her friend comes to join her. And I'm standing at the host stand, and her table is not far from me, so I can hear their conversation. And the one lady that got there first is talking about her friend and then and then a conversation that she had with her friend over another woman, a third woman that they dislike. So she's telling the woman she's sitting with about a conversation she had with a friend about another woman that they don't like. Yeah. I think this is how Ozymandias starts. What? That Did is they true. Know that? Yes. Do they know that they're <laughs> copying that? <laughs> so, so she's like saying all this mean stuff about her, and the friend that's sitting there goes, "Who is this?" Right? She's like, "Who are you talking about?" And the first lady puts her hands to her head like demon horns and goes way too loud. Everyone at the restaurant looked at her. Demon horns. She goes, "You know the Jewish one." No, she doesn't. She straight up did. Oh my! Wow. Straight up did, and and she says it way too loud. Miss Cadiel, so the like Jewish one, Lord of Darkness. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I was l- I was like doing my own shit, like probably like working on the iPad or something, and she says this, and I look up at her, and we make eye contact, and she goes, she like takes her hands down, and it's like, <coughs> <coughs> right, Damn. like, and so I'm like, so you knew first off. So then I go to her server, and I was like, hey, Rachel. Famously (laughs) Jewish name. (laughs) Hey, hey Rachel. (laughs) Let me tell you some shit your your table just said. Um, And Rachel's Jewish. 
and I was like, this is about to be fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> and so Rachel was like, I'm about to fuck her up. So she, like, get she was wearing a cloth mask. She gets a paper mask and, like, bends the, the, the wire to oh make yeah. it, like, make her nose look bigger. Mm-hmm. And then when she goes by the table, she's like, she's like, and my name's Rachel if you need anything. Right? Damn. Like, keeps, like, telling yeah. her name. These my name's two Rachel women, Esther Goldsmanstein. Yeah. <laughs> these two women, they wouldn't even look at her. Yeah. Like, every time she went by their table, they would just look down and she'd be like, can I get you anything? And they'd be like, no. Damn. Yeah. That happened today. I mean, there's some rich ass hoes that go that go to that restaurant. Oh yeah, clientele so <laughs> is kind of so shit. Also, a very yeah. German place. Some rich yep. ass hoes so and some rich Satan. ass holes. <laughs> yeah, it is a super German place. Yeah. Are, you, are you trying to yeah. fuck some anti-Semite slogan? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't wink about that. Anyways, so it's P and the V. That's what a fuck is. Mm. Lost? I'll I'll Google it. Okay. <laughs> that's what Jim. That's like Jimmy's rabbit hole. <laughs> Jimmy's rabbit hole for this episode is just sex. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you've been talking about. <laughs> yeah, this looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You know you can just watch it like YouTube. <laughs> There's a website. It's What's called the? It's called pornhole.com. <laughs> porno. What's the worst? Customer interaction you've ever seen happen at a job. I have one. My name is Jimmy D. Uh, this woman left her uh, kids in, in her car, and she ran in, and she just started beef with us because she left her kids in her car. She's like, I'm in a hurry. My kids are in my car. Like, she needed to return something, and there was, like, a yeah. line. She's like, my kids are in my car. I have to do this I right now. Don't leave I'm them. Like, you left them there. Yeah. And now they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, your kids are dead because of yeah. you. I sold you that microphone. If I return it, I'm going to get negged in my cells. I'm going to get negative points in my cells. I'm not returning it. You know, like, your children are gone. They're <laughs> <laughs> dead. Yeah. I'm sorry. And they died. They're dead. Badass. What, was she like, did she ever get to the point of like yelling or cursing immediately immediately yeah she immediately went she like came in hot she came in hot yeah and uh, what's funny when i sold her the microphone she was super chill okay but she just turned on she turned it on you know what i mean oh. to so get what she wanted immediately and oh yeah, so it's the worst. and i was 21 years old stoned at a music shop probably just played synthesizer for like an hour you know super buzzed and then i gotta deal with this <laughs> Talk about a buzzkill! Wee woo, wee woo. Oh man, um, Blake, you you worked uh, at a place where I imagine there's a lot of particular clientele. Particular. Yeah, he's a cop. Yeah. What do you think? That's right. You can say the <laughs> officer Brown here. I hate to throw you under the bus, but I I do know that there are some people that come in and out of your job that are not ideal. What do you mean? Like I would say most of them aren't ideal. Yeah. Criminals. Yeah. They're making children. Work. <laughs> <laughs> Worse, rich people. Yeah. Rich children. Dude, rich people are children. They they like. There's a uh, almost like a bell curve of maturity. Yeah. And at a certain point, you're so rich that you feel okay about going. Um, 
if I offer you, like, for instance, a margarita, you say, ooh, no spicy. <laughs> no spicy. Yeah. This is a white woman that speaks perfect English, by the way. But she reverts back to, she went to Yale. five years old. Yeah. <laughs> no spicy. <laughs> she says, says it like that. Yeah. And she slowly becomes Donnie Thornberry. Oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. I'm so sorry. That lady tipped Rachel 15 cents. No. 15 of them? It's worse than zero. Worse Maybe than zero. Maybe she meant 15%. Maybe. <laughs> but she wrote on the receipt 15 cents. Maybe she meant 15 She just, she just wanted to round up to the dollar. That's yeah. all that happened. If it had been twenty seven cents, it probably would have Well there's a in 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 serving, I don't remember if it's a penny or if it is a dime, but one of the smaller denominations of coin, it's like if you not just want to stiff someone but tell them that you exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, you give them I, I think it's like you just give them like a dime. But shit. I've never I don't think I've had the balls to do that. Yeah. Because even when well I'm mad at someone by I'm the time like they find out you're gone. Yeah, like dude. Yeah. I had Bro, somebody I do that to me the other day, actually. I tipped heavily yesterday, and it sounds douchey bragging about it, but, like, I kind of expected, like, a thanks. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was being a total, like, you rude can say person. It. I'll say that. You know Just what go ahead I'm, and you say, know what it. say it. Say it. She was being mean. Yeah. And I was like, she's probably just having a bad day. Let me just, like, cash tip her. Yeah. And then... Bro, I didn't get anything out of it. Damn. Damn. I was like, give me that back. Actually, never. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Which is stupid <laughs> of me to like think that I was like, I was like, I wanted to help, and then she. It's like I threw it away. Yeah. What? It's like I threw it into a dumpster fire. Is there anyone? That's how hard those jobs are sometimes. Like they're yeah. just pissed off sometimes. Yeah. Has anyone here given a good tip and not gotten a sexual favor in return? No. Um. I always personally yeah. mean no. You yeah. mean uh? What are you talking about? Hot blowy. A little hot blowy. <laughs> yeah, just Google hot blowy, Jimmy. You'll know hot what I mean. Blowy. Uh, dude, when I used to do animal removal for people, uh, I only had two jobs in the town that I actually lived in, and so I would end every day because, like, you know, you're just doing jobs for every day for a month or a week or however long until the job is over. And for this, for a while, I only had two jobs in my actual town that I lived in, so I would travel all over the state and go to all these different houses. And then I would end in my hometown at the same two jobs every day. And one of them was for a house in the historic district of town. It was like this big, fancy mansion with, like, all kinds of rooms and just, like, no chimneys on every corner of the house and this yeah. beautiful brick old house. Um, and one of them was for a known meth dealer uh, who lived in the house where they deal, the, the, the meth house. Hell yeah. And it was so fun because the lady that worked, that lived in, like, I know this is, like, typical, I don't know, like. Classic. Well, yeah, it's, like, a typical thing of, like, well, of course the poor guy was nice to you and the, the rich person was mean. But she was such a bitch. I mean, she was, like, yeah. we would, we're, we're, we're getting the squirrels out of your house, lady. We're, we're doing a job for you. You're we're doing the we're job. not asking you that much money. We've been working here for forever. It was one of the more difficult jobs I ever did. And she would be like, I'm entertaining guests. Do you mind to please be quiet? Jeez. And it's like, I, I, it's 40 degrees. Like, was she juggling? And How raining. Was she, them? she would just have parties all the time. She would have, like, 
fucking eyes wide shut parties, I guess. Um, it's like 40 degrees and raining, and I'm on your roof grabbing squirrels by the nape of the neck and shaking them. To, Don't you ever come back here. Yeah, Listen to me. If I ever see you back here again. Uh, and then I would go to a, literally a meth dealer's house, and it was just this dude. He was like, he was like five foot nine, super fucking buff, never wore a shirt. He looked like John Cena was his dad, and he was just a clone, like asexual clone of John Cena. Like he was just a bud that came off John Cena. Like he would always wear baggy shorts, and he wore dog tags. Did I say he wore dog tags, no. and he had like a jarhead haircut. Did he go to the military, or he was just in? I fashion? think it was stolen valor. Yeah, <laughs> big time. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like it was I could smell that a, a mile yeah. away. But he had two pit bulls, mm-hmm. and he literally. Had oh no yeah. garage door. Garage door was fallen in, mm. and the wall from his garage to his house had a hole big enough that I could walk through it. <laughs> so, like, his house is open air. Yeah. <laughs> dude, <laughs> if Jesus comes back, he's the first one. First to know, dude. Oh, he's the first to know. He's getting sucked out the air yeah. hole. Damn, he's making it up. Yeah, and he would be like, you, you, no. need get, you need to do something about these rats. And there's just rats running around his feet. Like, <laughs> literally one time, because I would chill with him. He was cool. He was like a nice guy. I mean, he was a fucking meth dealer, so that sucks. But, like, he was a nice guy. Yeah. And uh, his like his mom would hang out around the house sometimes, and they, they would – one time they smoked me out, and that was cool. <laughs> and uh, uh, there was one day that we were chilling and sitting at his table, and I, I was finished working, so I was just, like, hanging out ready to go home. And a rat – ran under my feet, and then, like, went under his sink. Just ran up Jeez. into the wall. Yeah, I would go. It was like the end of Ratatouille when they when she, like, shoots the <laughs> yeah. and the thing comes down. I would go up in his attic, and there would just be rats, like, what's up, day? Just go there. Yeah, the rats would just be, like, like sneezing, like, oh, what's up? <laughs> you brought the cheese? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I would leave like twelve rat traps. Come back every time, twelve dead rats, and just leave. Like, yeah, that did nothing him. to affect the population. But he was, he was a cool guy. And <laughs> nobody ever told him to fix the fucking wall. Well, that's so. Here's the thing: is like, you know how if you you could it's give like a man a he fish, he knows. Yeah, he knows. The the thing that like sucks is like, how do you yeah. get the money for that? Most industries selling like meth. Industries like that are predatory, right? Because it's like he was a prime customer. Because he's not fixing the problem that is he's not causing the animals. Yeah. So we could just keep going out there forever and charging him whatever he's willing to pay mm-hmm. to catch rats. And I don't know if you know this, but rats live outside. Yeah. And his house is like a tent, it basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he had a cute ass dog though. His dog knew all kinds of tricks and shit. He could like jump up on me, and I would bring him. We always had little debbies in the car. I would bring him little debbies. I, think it's I feel like drug dealers get really good at like side hobbies because they have all this time on their hand. They're like, uh-huh. you like yo-yos? Yeah. And they'll just start doing tricks. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh damn, that's actually. I was cool. in the 2021 French He's Open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just have like the like strange specific hobbies. Yeah. Because like, they have all that this is time true. on their hands. Yeah. No, I mean he would just sit at home and just like he didn't have a TV. He yeah. would just sit at home and just like yell alone. <laughs> Like, oh, mate! <laughs> <laughs> I would like pull up, and he he always had women over too. He had he had girls over all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Camisole, no bra, classic b- basketball shorts. That's the white trash <laughs> just look. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, just like like where do you oily get the shorts, oily like hair? Yeah, Air Force Ones. Come yeah. up the mat. Shorts are the same price as pants. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. 
expensive. They're usually five dollars more. Yeah. yeah. If, I mean, where they like, I, like they're going to Kohl's or somewhere, or R- Ross or whatever, and they're like, oh, it's like five dollars. It would be like it would be like a sixteen-year-old, a hundred and fifty-pound, very skinny white girl dressed like Terry Crews' character from Training Day. Yeah. I'd be like, what? What? What are you doing, man? How'd you like, get that? Yeah. Yeah, it was a very cool house. <laughs> Blake, what's the worst customer interaction you've ever seen? I've ever seen? Yeah. I honestly don't know. I feel like I haven't had one, ironically, in a while. Because ironically? Ironically, because, like we mentioned oh, before, I work with like all these fucking... Oh, because these people are like, actually shitty, you hate them. Like, they suck, <laughs> yeah. right? And, they, and they're all exactly who I want to avoid talking to most of the time. But the, the issue is, they're all rich, so they're all happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, so like, you know, I can I can be less than stellar, and they're still like happy as a clam. They're just like they uneventful vampires. Yeah, they're like you know, we got blood, food, good. Yeah, no spicy, no spicy. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know, man. I think the I think honestly, the last place I worked at the tavern, um. Any other fucking psychopaths that just like refuse to be normal, <laughs> yeah, were probably <laughs> the least pleasant uh, conversations that I've ever been a part of. Because you actually, there was that. Were you there when, um, when that like drunk dude was drinking brandy and Benedictine? <laughs> like me? <laughs> yeah. Were you there when this? No. Oh my god! There was this fucking. It's actually a friend of Ray's, right? So okay. So oh no, I was here for this. Yes. Cuz Ray got him out of there. Yes. Yeah, I remember this. That was probably the least pleasant cuz I was responsible for getting the guy out. As uh I talked to Ray after that. Yeah. There was a dude being belligerent, sitting at people's tables, bothering people, and you're a manager so it's like fuck, you know, like god, yeah. I got to fucking do this. Ray showed up, knew him. They got they left together. Yeah, I talked to Ray like two weeks after that, and I was like, "Cause he, uh, Ray, who's a uh, regular at our store and really cool guy, really great guy." And I was like, "What's up, Ray? It's good to see you, buddy." And I was like, shook his hand, and I was like, "Hey, man, I just got to say, dude, thank you about the other day that guy." And he was like, "Yeah, I, I, I knew that. Like, I hadn't seen him in like four years, and all the only way he knew him was he sh- used to show up at pinball tournaments at pinballs, right, and do that." Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah. So. He would, he literally, I want to paint this picture. So I walk into work and like right off the bat, somebody's like, hey, you got to, you got to deal with this guy. There's this guy who's like bothering people. And so I walk up to him and uh, he asked me for a drink. So I was like, yeah, sure, man. What, what Classic drunk move. And I think C-Dog at the time was, was splitting. He was like, peace out. And just a heads up, this guy's acting a little weird, but this is the drink I've been making him. It's a brandy and Benedictine stirred. It's like, okay. And uh, so he comes over there and asks me for a drink, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're, you're getting the brandy and Benedictine, right? And he's like, yeah, man, make sure you put a little mint in there. <laughs> it makes the it makes the difference. I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. You want a big rock? He's like, yeah, put it on a big rock. I was like, okay, yeah, well fucking rock. whatever. It's a uh, big it's ice cube. It's a big ice cube. You went out to the parking lot and you got a rock a and you big put it rock. in his He's drink. A mixologist. Hey. 
wow, the the minerality in this drink is titillating. Uh, no. Notes of asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> but I fucking wish I had just told him to leave right off the bat because essentially I made him the drink and then he wants to hang out with me and all of a sudden he's rapping. He's fucking he's, – he's what? pulls up a song. What? Yeah, you weren't there for that? So no. he pulls up a song and he's like, dude. What kind of music you listen to? And I was Jimmy's like, Jimmy's girlfriend from episode one. Say, like, mind I you, this, this is like a forty-something-year-old white guy that's arguably homeless, probably homeless, Most certainly. Right. By the way, um, and I was like, I don't know, man. You know, I listen to pretty much everything. I've been listening to a lot of hip hop and stuff like that. And he's like, ooh, and he fucking puts on this like '90s hip hop, and he just is rapping so loudly along to it, and just having the time of his life and he's clearly inebriated at this point and i looked at his tab and he'd only had i think one drink so it's like homies coming in locked and loaded well i got uh, inside knowledge that it, all it takes for that dude is one oh, oh, shit. you know yeah. how when you've been knocked yeah. out a bunch of times you just get fucked uh-huh. up on first first punch yeah uh, I got on good authority that dude is like he's just such an old head that like you give him one drink and he's like fuck and I remember Vietnam yeah. <laughs> he's just dude, gone like never weird. Went there. yeah so <laughs> you're 24 <laughs> yeah, and you didn't do it the worst part is not it is the rapping <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 for sure and yeah. the generally being un being generally unruly but no the worst part was he walks over to a random table. And is like standing over two of them and just like looking at the <laughs> game yeah. that they're playing. <laughs> and mind you, he's drunk and he stinks. The king's g- game of chess. Too. Classic. Yeah. The king's gambit. And then <laughs> she's and got an ace. At this <laughs> point, like <laughs> I was just happy to get him away from me. But root. all of a sudden, now I have to like police this table. That like, I'm so I'm just like walking around by the table and like now you're looking, looking at, at him. And looking at the board mind you, he's, he's got. Like r- uh, cargo shorts that were ripped all the way down the leg with like a shoestring keeping them up, but they're not up and it's not working. It's literally falling his down. Dick his is out. His <laughs> fucking dick and ass is like almost out. She's got an ace. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, out. what the fuck is going on? I had like just gotten there, by the way. So he's like, he's like God damn. I walked over <laughs> to I I knew one of the guys at one of the tables and I was like, "Hey man, do you need me to ask this guy to leave? Like, I'm willing to do that. Is he bothering you?" And he didn't he didn't give me the power to. He's like, "No, dude, I'm we're we're getting to talk about magic. This is a great day." And I was like, "You fucking asshole, man! I'm trying to get kick this guy out." Man. Can't you just kick him out? I could have just kicked him out, but I'm too. You nice. needed a reason. Yeah, you are nice. I'm too nice, and they were they apparently didn't mind the fucking guy. So, yeah, Fucking luckily, liberals. Ray comes along and saves the day. But holy shit, I've never had a more uncomfortable moment in the service industry than that right there. That's probably yeah, that's not true, bad. but that came to mind. Have I, have I told the story on the pod of the, uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic, when that woman came into the dog place I worked at? And was like freaking out about masks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She like pulled the Ooh, and snapped it on the no. girl's face. Woo! Sheesh! Yeah, that one was bad. I don't know what episode I told that on, but it was an earlier that one. That one was been like two hundred episodes. Yeah. yeah. Have do y'all want to hear either? Um, Both go. Hit me. Do y'all want to hear either 
creepy guy, the most annoying fucking customer of all time, or the one drink that'll always make sure that that every time somebody orders that drink, I know I'm gonna cut them off at some point in the night. What drink is Can it? Can I guess the third drink? Yeah. G- guess the drink. Is it an Irish car bomb? No. Is a big or is it a Vegas bomb or something like that? Not a bomb. Okay, it's not a bomb. Okay. Is it? Is it? Is it uh, an Irish coffee? No, not that. I one. know what okay. it is. Uh, c- have I told you it, or do you know? It's a mellow corn, and Keystone. It's Close. A, it's a. No, you already guessed. Logan, do you have a guess? Cocktail. Okay, so it's a cocktail that if someone orders it, you know you're gonna have to cut them off. Yeah, because yeah, they're it's a, yeah. It's a Long Island. It's a Long Island. Yeah, I could see that. That is pretty close. That's pretty close. I was gonna say that one, but I thought it was too obvious. Yeah, yeah, it's too obvious. Yeah. Well, no, and it's also anecdotal because I know like everyone. If I say this, you're gonna be like, not for me. I'm like, no, for me. Every time somebody's ordered this, I know I'm cutting them off. Also, here's the thing about Long Island. When someone orders a Long Island, they know that you know that they're ordering a Long Island. Oh, hey, I know what it is. What is it? It's a Fuller's ESB. Ah, we got you, you old fuck. We got you. I want to keep guessing. Okay. It's guys. One It's a gin and tonic. No. It's a Moscow Mule. No. No. I gotta guess. I gotta guess. I gotta guess. Okay. One last guess. Okay. It's uh. It's an old Irish whiskey with a island on the side. Wrong. It's a cosmopolitan. Oh, oh yeah. Well, come on. Cosmopolitan. Oh, yeah. At the end of the night, I got to cut their fucking drunk ass off. Yeah. Because they're getting way too weird and they're yeah. like shouting about their oh. kids or whatever. I've I was going to say, I that's fucked Ray J. I literally Cosmo. fucked Ray J. Oh. Yeah. I'm a Cosmo oh. milk You're guy. Cosmo milk, Bob. That's okay. Yeah, it actually is yeah. all Cosmo milk. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, and I fucked Ray J. Listen. No, for real. That's, that's he's got to cut her I off. I did. Will you help Austin? Nope. Okay, now he's got <laughs> Tell your story, please. <laughs> yeah. the most annoying. Okay, it's the most annoying customer. And it's funny, you guys don't think of him this way, but I think of this customer that we had at the tavern Great. this way. And we'll bleep it out if it becomes apparent. Got it. Yeah, just be ready to bleep it out. It's uh, j- This fucking guy, the first time he comes in, um, <laughs> he comes in with yeah, his. That's a joke for the boys. Megan doesn't get yeah, that. So he's there. this guy in his thirties who claims to be like a photographer <laughs> slash also bartender. Yeah, so he'll, he'll like very try to critique bartender. He'll try to critique us, but then also ask for a job at one point. <laughs> so I imagine the photography <laughs> didn't one. go so fucking well. Does he have well. that blonde girlfriend? No, that's a different mm. guy. Because I hate he both of them. He sucks too. That yeah. guy sucks too. Which yeah. guy is that guy? Blake, what are you doing? Okay. Oh, yeah. just rubbing my lips on my mic. What are you doing on your computer? I'm telling you. <laughs> All, right. All right, doing? continue on. So, um, he will come in, and well, the first time he brought in his, he kept trying to, he brought in his dog, <laughs> and we were like, we don't allow dogs inside. You could go out on the patio, though. And he we did bring in a dog. Take that fucking mud like, out. He was like, this is this is a service <laughs> animal, yeah. and I look at the dog, and it's a fucking puppy that's yeah. like six months old and just jumping uh, over at people, and I can't say like. Well, I, I didn't know at the time, but uh, according to Texas law, it doesn't matter if they're a service animal. That's for, like, airports and airplanes. Yeah. That's not meant for restaurants. That's for, like, places where terrorism happens. Well, yeah. uh, sorry. it's not. A s- he didn't say service this animal. This is Texas. He we don't care about people with disabilities. I don't give Famously. a shit about you. We don't care about that. If it's, if it's a service animal, that's fine. If it's an emotional support al- animal, yeah. 
that doesn't fucking matter. That's yeah. that's for yeah, like airplanes. a blind person can bring their dog in places. Yeah. Um, but like a veteran's PTSD dog, they cannot bring it in. Yeah. Also, it was a puppy. If it was a chill dog, I yeah. And also, it. we know this guy on a first name basis now. It's like, dude, you're that's bu- that's a bullshit ass dog. Like, you're yeah. a he you're a guy. We it's know you. It's not even a dog. It's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's not a even a cat. It's, it's a penguin. It's a capybara. It's a cat. <laughs> he uh, he puts the dog. Um, on like he has a leash that's like really long, just puts it on the bottom of his chair and doesn't watch it. So the dog's like nipping at me while I'm holding a tray yeah. and other customers as they're walking by. Yeah, so it's the first interaction with James Kofek. And then his Beep. he gets his girlfriend a drink and it's like something that's not on the menu and he's like, You know her usual, right? Come on, I don't you that's the worst thing. Don't you, you know yeah. three uh, shot decaf soy with sugar free chocolate, but only one and a half pumps of sugar free chocolate, otherwise it's too sweet. And you're there's like we've never met. There's mm-hmm. no I don't demographic know of customer that I hate more than people that think they are regulars yeah. that are not regulars. Yeah, it's like it's one thing if a customer says, I'll have the usual. It's like that's like shut up. Or, but if someone comes in and I'm like, do you want your usual? Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. Different. That's, that's the fine. thing. Yeah. If you have a usual, I know it. Right. Yeah. You don't have to say, K- give me the usual. I've already poured it for you. Yes. Like, yeah. And enough times where you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And um, and then on top of that, what are some other things? Oh, so uh, Emerald Tavern, not only is it a bar, coffee shop, but it's also a retail where they sell board games. You could special order board games because we like a lot of our customers. That's how we get a lot of our um, regular business. You do a special order a game that's not really in print, or it's really hard to get in, and we get it in for you. Uh, you don't work there anymore. You don't have to. Um, uh, well, I like everyone except. Anyways, yeah. um, so he orders a game, and he like writes it out exactly how he wants it. Yeah. He w- types in the game. I think it's like room twenty-five, something, something, something. Uh, I remember this. Right. Yeah. Um, he special ordered an expansion, <coughs> and we thought he meant the expansion. He's like, no, I wanted the base game. But he didn't realize that until after he opened it and, like, popped everything out. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I this sold this to him that night. Yeah, this yeah. is not what I wanted. Can you return it? And I'm like, you already opened it. You should have known. You should have done yeah. your research. Yeah. And it's something we can't really sell again because it's an expansion for a game we that don't nobody carry in stock. About. Yeah. yeah. It's also really bad. Yeah. That was really fucking annoying. And then I think the top of it is finally, after two to three months of him and his dumb girlfriend, who whenever she's not there, he's constantly complaining about her to me and sitting up, like putting his ass on the bar, just hanging out. And we, me and my other coworkers would have to be like, take it off. Take it off that. Stop it. And finally, two to three months, I don't see him. And I'm like, oh, my God, maybe he's gone. Maybe I don't have to see him again. He comes in. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> he comes in like I think it was the end of 2020. There are some significant news going on in the end of 2020. Not just the coronavirus. Fucking GameStop. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Peck comes oh, in. Yeah. He's like, I got a new car. I won a bunch of money on GameStop. I remember this. One, I like the, cr- I like calling it yeah. one. Yeah. I won the money. I won. Yeah. 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 Guys, yeah, I, I got the money. He got 30 grand, I think, from GameStop trading and yeah. used it to buy a used luxury electric vehicle. He yeah. spent all of it? Mm, a good amount of it. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's like, well, I got it used only like a thousand miles and, and he there's only like 20 grand. He bugged and me for like two hours trying to come out to see it. Yeah, and I, was and like, I I'm came out literally on the clock. 
I came out and saw it because I wasn't fucking doing anything. Yeah. I was like, come on, man, come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I went, I went and sat, I went and sat in the driver's seat, and I was like, it's a cool car, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is this guy handsome? No. Uh, He's not like ugly. He he's like. Is he like fuckable, but not? No, he's not fuckable, but he's like he. What he looks like is like if you had like a cookie cutter that was like human, human. You know what I mean? Like. Yes. Like yeah. he's he's like a four and a half. The worst yeah. I think okay. like the worst part about his appearance is that he looks normal with a hat with a ball cap on, but when he takes it off, he's like the dumbest fucking like long fade. If you remember it, it or like it's like Bohawk. a long fade power triangle. Yeah, yeah, and it's like bad, and it's like those dude, are you're two hairstyles dude, that shouldn't be combined. Yeah, you're forty seven. Yeah. You don't do that. Well, he's like he, he this dude is like a capitalist alien doing what he thinks. In 2004 is cool. Is winning, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I won. Yeah. He did win. Yeah. I won it and all. No, you know what? He did win, by the way. He's yeah. rich as fuck. Like, cool. Yeah. Yeah, good job. But now he just sucks. So yeah. that sucks. At a certain point, it's yeah. like, does it even matter? I honestly kind of hate it. I hate <laughs> regulars. I don't yeah. know about how I you guys feel about it. Yeah. I think it's super fucking lame yeah. to, like, have someone come to the same place all the time. Yeah. Like, we, ha- we had this at... I feel bad about it, but like I honestly w- thought it was kind of sh- like lame. Yeah. Like these guys would come in all the time and like talk to us, like we're their best friends, and I would be friendly and stuff. But it's like, dude, you don't have any friends. Like I remember legitimately asking one of them, just kind of being real with one of them one day. Yeah. Like he's in, he was in every day. I was like, dude, why don't you go like learn how to dance or something and like <laughs> meet some women? Yeah. <laughs> like I straight up said it. Yeah. Like he's he he pretends we have this rapport. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was like. I'm gonna lay it down, dude. It's I'm you doing need my to job. Fucking leave. Yeah. You need to like go, like try something. Else. Try something else, dude. Stop fucking coming here and drinking beer. Dude. Yeah. Like I'm not your friend. I have to be here. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, I wish people would understand that. They never I have do. To be here. I can't believe you said that. That's like I, I don't yeah. know. If <laughs> I don't know if you guys experience <laughs> this in the same way, but whenever like you get hit on at work, mm-hmm. um, we definitely don't experience. Uh, okay. Well, spe- <laughs> like if the guy is being really creepy to you, it's like. It's I I I'm being paid right now yeah. to be nice to you. Yeah. Like they're so fucking delusional. Anyway, yeah. you were gonna say something. Uh, I was just gonna talk the the regular. So usually I do kind of feel like that, where it's like do you want to say PF Chang's? We had bar regulars at PF Chang's. Gross. Yeah, that's fucking. You, I, I that's the saddest thing. I used to work at a Mimi's cafe. Yeah, and like a regular there, that's fucking sad. Yeah. But like right now, working at Easy Tiger, like I get that. That's yeah. like a hip local well spot. So it's like oh my. Th- so at the place I work at right now, Fourth Tap, that we have a group that's like. They actually do have friends, and like they're all friends. Yeah, and so they'll go do shit all day, and then come back, and they don't even sit with us. They have a table outside they do that they're thing. like, we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like, they'll come in, get their beer, and go outside, and they're mad chill. I fucking love the like turbo yeah. regulars at my job right now. But I also yeah. I like regulars that don't like the. When they think they're friends with you, that's weird. I don't yeah. like that But at when all. they just come because they like what you sell yeah. and they tip well and they're polite, it's like, cool. Yeah. Because then, like, I don't know, even, like, being a host right now, if I see, like, a regular coming in um, and I, like, have a server who's, like, had a shitty day or not yeah. getting a lot of great tables, I know I can give the regular to them and they're going to get a good tip. They're going to be yep. easy to serve. Like, shit like that. Um, but, yeah, when people, like... 
at at Dogtopia, we had people that brought their dogs literally six days a week, every fucking Jesus, day. Yeah. It's like, and why have a dog? Yeah. And they why would do you have stand, a dog? <laughs> like, when they would drop the dog off, they would stand in the lobby and talk to you for a bit. And it's like, I have eight dogs yeah. behind you I that don't I need care, to, like, dude. take to yeah, the back. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's like, I, 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 I don't. I literally don't have the time. <laughs> How do they have time? That's fucking lame. Dude. Like, why are you talking to an employee? Like, yeah. they don't care. Blake, yeah. Blake had a regular for a while at the bar that tried to get up on his drink. Blake, Blake had a regular oh yeah. that he had to be like, stop touching up on my jeans. Uh oh. Wait, what? Touchy? You know what's funny? She was bad. She was bad as fuck. Like, genuinely. Like, she was hot? Yeah, dude. Yeah, she was hot. <laughs> <laughs> but she was, like, touching you? Yo, That's weird. Slapping my ass. Dude. I remember a coworker that we had that tried to get in your pants. I was going to be like, no, dude, we, both he, of them. We had a regular that we had to ask her to leave. Cause she was trying to bounce up on Bloink. Jesus, she, she was Christ. literally like, "Yeah, it's true." Yeah, it was funny because like she was re- she was really fine, and like all the dudes would be like, "Yo, that girl came in today. She's so fine." And then Blake was there like, was "Yeah, so she literally so sexually assaults there. me all the time." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were like, "What? What? <laughs> what?" <laughs> yeah, dude. And honestly, like it wasn't that big of a deal. You yeah, know, but then fucking, you know who? You well, you know who? Yeah, I know who. Uh, was like reported it to E Dog at yeah. the time, the manager. <laughs> e Dog, E Forty. Bleep it out. Who was E40. it? E Forty. Uh, I mean the only E. Uh, There's only one C I and know. one E. <laughs> Two, one. Oh God! He reported it. He reported it. If fucking rat. Three fucking rat. Three, if he's two, yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, this was a long, long time ago. Yeah, and it was a while ago. It was, like, like, it was like right before I thought you COVID. were going to say, I thought the E-Dog was Eric, but it wasn't. No, sorry. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, I guess there's two E's. But then yeah. I mean, I get it, because Emily it's like, she can't, like, she shouldn't be doing that. Okay. It's like, yeah, great. <laughs> Got a fine ass bitch slap my ass. Come I on. I fucking now. hate men. I hate men. Yeah. If a guy came in and slapped my ass at work, people yeah. would murder him. Yeah, you gotta kill that guy. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> that guy's gotta die. <laughs> and you're like and you're like, I'm doing great. Yeah. That's because I have uh zero self esteem. <laughs> yeah. You should have worn I, I wish th- I wish to God you had shown up to work in a shirt that says, Look, don't touch. Yeah. That's all you Needed. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, hilarious. Yeah. I'll wear that to work right now. Yeah. My office job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, don't touch, <laughs> your baby. Your fucking shirt's untouched. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he's holding a fully holding mic. He's every time he has said something, he's unbuttoned one button. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh shit. I got I got one last little thing to say, which is just. The thing that used to bother me the most at the Emerald Tavern was the monster shits that people would take while I was trying to <laughs> take a bath. All those fucking beets, dude. <laughs> <laughs> those geeky they shits. W- they would eat like potato chili. Like yeah. they'll be like, load it up, steak and no pie, load it up. Like some like three hundred and fifty pound dude would just you would. I would be like just sitting on my phone, just tr- being like, just don't fucking think about it. Just fuck. I had a guy one time put both hands on the side of the stall and go, oh God. And then just like, in the toilet. Yeah, so. Dude, people there ate a lot. Yeah, and it was all just like chilling. And it was like bad. 
food yeah. that is yeah. not good for you, and they would just order and order yeah. and order and order. Let me get a full order of Irish nachos, chili, thing of fucking steak and pie. Let me get some pretzels. Let me get a fucking five beers. Yeah, the beers too. Like yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Did you guys see that um, Baskin Robbins put out a milkshake? It's like a chocolate cookies and cream milkshake. That's two thousand six hundred calories. That's all oh. I need. And I'll go there. Yeah. Just, just slowly. It's like meal replacement. <laughs> yeah, just slowly drink that throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they don't give a fuck. Up. And why should they, dude? That's not their fault. You're ordering it. Yeah. They made a product. You bought it. Yeah, you're a fool. That's capitalism, folks. I no will regulation. Say that Emerald Tavern should have healthier options because it's like. They should have a responsibility to their regulars who are there yeah. every fucking day playing magic to, like, you know, be like, hey, man, you don't have to eat Irish nachos every day and look like Austin. I want to. Yeah, they want to. That's <laughs> that's part of I the I want to do it. <laughs> let's eat I got to get my computer a clean break All for two right. Okay. This is called The Tragedy of Spirit Flight HK715. A plane sits on the tarmac while all the passengers board. People are finding their seats and stowing their luggage in the overheads when someone manages to squeeze onto the plane who weighs roughly a quarter ton. (laughs) Moans and groans all around. People feverishly wait as the fat man passes and exhale, glad that he isn't sitting in their row. He finds his way to his seat and melts in between the armrests like three generous scoops of pistachio ice cream on a child-sized waffle cone. His roommates stew with rage and embarrassment. Am I really going to have to sit like this all the way to California? They think to themselves as the flight attendants sputter the safety protocol and buckle fake seatbelts. It's a wonder he manages to fit it all. As he struggles with his own seatbelt, the captain comes over the intercom. Folks, this is your captain speaking. We're getting ready here for a nice smooth flight to Yosemite. Looks like the weather is going to be a real going to be real clear for us not too many bumps along the way and with a little bit of tailwind we might be able to park this bird a few minutes ahead of schedule let's say about 745 local time uh, I have to ask though that everyone sit in the seat marked on their ticket this will be a full flight this evening and the seats are weighed out for the wings on takeoff and landing so once again let's make sure we're all in our signed seats thank you The cabin goes quiet as the people anxiously await takeoff, but time passes and the plane never moves. The engine powers up for a moment, a stewardess opens the cockpit door and speaks to the captain, still no word or movement from the plane. After a while, the captain comes back on. Okay, uh, yeah, folks, this is the captain speaking. Earlier, I made an announcement about sitting in the correct seats. Now, I don't know if some of you didn't take that to heart or didn't hear it, but it's looking like... One of the sides is quite a bit heavier than the others. Now, we can't take off till this issue is resolved, so let's... The captain is cut off by a flight attendant who relays some information to him. Everyone shifts restlessly in their seats and tries not to look at the very, very fat man in row 14, seat B. Everyone knows the problem. No one wants to be the one to speak up. (laughs) All right, folks. Seems like we've got ourselves a chunker on this plane, a little fatty. 
Uh, my flight attendant just let me know that somebody on this plane is about as fat as Taft if he's eating the bathtub he died in, little piggy boy. Anybody want to chime in, take responsibility? Remember, this plane isn't going anywhere until we get this issue fixed. A beat as everyone stares at the obvious culprit hard, but he says nothing. Nobody? All right, well, until something happens, we'll be doing cocaine up here with my co-pilot. His name's Thomas. Say hey, Thomas. Hello. Thomas and I are going to be doing cocaine up here, and we got nowhere to be. I fucking live on this plane, you hear me? So fix it. A long sniffing sound, and the line goes silent. A rumbling can be heard from inside the cockpit. Angry passengers grunkle in their seats and wait for the big guy to do the right thing and get off this fucking plane. Finally, someone speaks up. Hey, hey, big man, come on. Everybody knows it's you. What? Don't play dumb, man. Everybody knows you're the reason this plane is stuck. You just gonna sit there? Man, shut the fuck up. I paid for a ticket just like everybody else. But honey, you heard the captain. He said that there's a big fat pig person weighing one side of the plane down. You don't know what he meant me. Maybe he was talking about you. Hey, uh, you take that back, motherfucker. My wife is only kind of fat, and most of it is in her titties. <laughs> Thanks, baby. They make out and start mm. fucking on the plane. Man, mm. it's obviously you. You look like if a hippo let himself go. <laughs> Everyone laughs. <laughs> I bet if you ever skipped a meal, the stock market would collapse. Ah, everyone uproariously cracks up. <laughs> yeah, you're so fat, I swerve not to hit you on the street. And my car ran out of gas. <laughs> the passengers. The passengers go insane like animals. They're crying laughing. Andre is hitting his microphone against his leg. <laughs> a guy plays an organ and people are doing a fucking conga line. Everyone is laughing at just how fucking fat this guy is. I mean, goddamn, he's so fat that if he ever lost weight, the tide would go back out. Hey, shut the fuck up. Everybody shut the fuck up. I know I'm fat, all right? Ugh. I know it's me. You really think I don't know? I'm fucking huge. What am I supposed to do? Exercise, says someone in the back of those. Oh, thank you. Excellent advice. No one has ever told me to exercise. Look, I've been fat since I was five years old. I've been fat my entire life. My whole family is fat. When you've been skinny and you start putting on some extra pounds at 30, it's easy to get scared and buy some running shoes. And stem that tie, but my entire idea of myself is as a fat guy. I'm fat in my dreams. I don't know what I would even look like skinny. When I was 14, I kissed a girl for the first time, and the only time. And friends put her up to it. They paid her to do it because they thought it'd be funny. And after we kissed, she said, ew. And she laughed at me. And she told me I was too sweaty. I don't know what a woman has ever talked to me by choice. A after my dad died last year, that's when it got really bad. We'd been living together after I moved back from Seattle, and I was supposed to be taking care of him, but all we did was watch football and eat takeout, and he, he died of a heart attack. I feel like my, my life has been on hold ever since. I was fat before, but after dad passed, I was eating everything anyone would put in front of me. Now I'm as big as the both of us were put together. 
And one of the shittiest parts about being fat is that if I was addicted to meth or heroin, you'd at least feel bad for me. You might still blame me, but nobody makes your mama so hooked on opiates jokes because they know how bad it is. Eddie Murphy isn't getting call a, a callback for train spotting, but being fat is so fucking funny because if you push me down a hill, I'd roll. I'm sorry. Obesity is a societal epidemic. I'm the face of mass production, and I know it's my own fault. I know I could change it, but at least treat me with the respect of an addict. A beat, as all the passengers think for a while. But what if it helped you? What? You're right. If your parents didn't even teach you discipline and portion control as a child, what chance did you really have? Maybe they even reinforced overeating and a sedentary lifestyle. I could see how it would feel impossible to change your life. That's one of the biggest problems that the way we organize ourselves. Every family is a little island and we're all gambling on the school system that we put almost no money into to raise our children for us. But the schools are just an extension of the propaganda given to the federal government by lobbyists in the big food and media corporations who have a vested interest in cultivating an overindulgent population of middle-class folks with barely enough free time to swing by the drive-thru mm. before making a home, just in time for Monday Night Football and the presidential debates. So what are you proposing? Well, I guess I'm saying it takes a village to raise a child, and we might be a little late to your childhood, but we're all in this together. Hell, you're not my brother, but you sure could use a keeper. <laughs> what if we all worked together and held each other accountable? We could exercise together, send each other health updates, support each other mentally and spiritually. If you need someone to call when you're thinking about your father, feeling like you don't deserve to change your life, you can call one of us. What if we started acting like a community instead of like every person you see is a ghost who's out to get you? What if she's cut off mid-sentence? Hey, there's something under my seat. What? There's a there's a black machine under my seat with a flashing light. Hey, hold up a second. It's under your seat, too. He points to the person in front of him. A bunch of people on his side of the plane realize there's a contraption with lights flashing underneath all their seats. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We're just now finding out that this... Whole plane has been rigged with explosives by an eco terrorist organization in the area protesting the tourism economy in Yosemite. Yeah, this whole plane's gonna go up in flames in about uh, 15 seconds, so I guess sorry to the big fella for blaming you, anyways. I'm definitely going to hell for my sins. Say bye bye to everybody, Thomas. Uh, 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 goodbye, everyone. The plane explodes, and everyone dies. Four years later, after a government facility is broken into and raided by a few kids who call themselves the American Truth Organization, it's brought to light that the eco-terrorist group who orchestrated the bombing of Spirit Flight HK-715 was in fact a front for the FBI, staging a counterintelligence program, an effort to garner distaste and bad favor for protesters and radicals in the news. All the members of the American Truth Organization were given the maximum sentence in federal penitentiary for theft, damage of government property, treason, and tax evasion. The end. Ooh. Holy shit. Is something weird with my mic? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, you've been doing it the past, I think. 
you're the captain. No, I didn't do anything. Oh, she definitely has like auto tune yeah. or something. Oh, I thought it was a captain thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it didn't record it. I've that? been auto tune. Yeah. So it wasn't the fat guy that was weighing the plane down. It was a bomb the whole from time. the FBI. And so fat people and are just take care of FBI <laughs> explosives, is what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? That's that's not. <laughs> I get it. Let's I move on. I didn't say that. <laughs> I think you did, buddy. Nope, didn't say that. I think I I think I said fat people are. Are specifically not FBI explosives. They could be counter terrorists. <laughs> sure, why not? So that's the first sketch. Wow. So that's the hardest so one. So the that's FBI the planted one. the bombs and made it look like it was someone else? They were posing as an eco terrorist organization. You know how there used to be those dudes that would like do shit to be like, you're killing the Amazon rainforest, we blew up your building. Right. So they're they were posing, posing as, as one of, of those, and they killed civilians, so that people would be I like, see, "Wow, see, radicals see, are really see, we should we should be super moderate, moderate, not radical." Yeah, yeah. I like this sketch a lot. So yeah. be radical and fat. So far, be Logan, radical. that's my favorite sketch be you've written. Fat. I think. Uh, and be be gay. Go be gay. Go gay. Be, be gay. gay. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to write a second ending, um, <coughs> the FBI comes out and he's like, "Actually, we don't care about that. Uh, mm. we didn't like that fat guy." <laughs> we wanted to kill that guy. We wanted to kill that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was we just kind of like. We didn't know which seat was his, so we yeah. put a bomb under every chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's taking, good. Uh, taking the Afghanistan approach. Damn, that yeah. kind of <laughs> goes. As long as we kill that terrorist. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many people. <laughs> if we check the mat, that terrorist probably would have killed at least 200 more yeah. Americans. Yeah. So we killed that guy and 198 other civilians. Net Allegedly. Gain. That's a net gain Big of bomb. one human life. Allegedly. <laughs> one American life. And this next. <laughs> Do the math. Okay, I got another sketch here. This one's called Late Night Snacks. Sick. Uh, I actually wrote down what you guys are in this one. So, okay, Austin great. and Jimmy, you guys are the only ones that are going to talk yeah. in this. Okay, cool. Uh, That's and how this, you one sound. this one's pretty short. So. Midwestern, uh, you want me to be Chicago or do you want me to be like some fuckhead from Ohio? Just, and just do what you do. Read it like would. that. Yeah. I, I wrote it just thinking <laughs> about the voice that you yeah. do. All right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. A middle aged couple is trying to. S oh, <laughs> oh, this is called Late Night Snack. Okay. Late Night Snack. <laughs> a middle aged couple is trying to sleep in a tent in the woods. Boy, we sure had a big day, huh, Ron? Yeah, we sure did, hon. Gosh, I tell you, that fish that Anwen cooked up has my stomach turning every which way. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetie. You certainly ate enough of it. Do you want some medicine? No, I should be fine. Say, do you mind grabbing my book out of my bag over there, sweetie? Shh. What? Listen. And so for the rest of this, you guys are like whisper yelling. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. The two of them listen and hear an animal trudging around their campsite. Honey, what do you think it is? I don't know. Oh, it? That's I can't fine. tell. Oh, my God. Did we remember to put all the food up? Well, I told Alan to do it. I had to go to the bathroom. Alan, Alan was drunk as a skunk. He probably forgot the to. The big animal makes a bassy growling noise and knocks something over. Oh my gosh, it's a bear. Ronnie, it's a bear. Beth, sweetie, keep it quiet. He doesn't know we're in here. Maybe he'll just eat it all and leave. 
They sit completely petrified as the bear loudly grunts and growls and eats all their food. Oh, no. What is it? Oh, God, Ben, I'm so sorry. What is it, Ron? Ron's eyes are full of the deepest terror. What is it? Sweetie, I love you so much. I'm so sorry. It's the fish. Ron can't hold it any longer. For those of you listening and not watching the video, Logan has put the microphone so far up his own asshole. Truly oh a sight. God. Yo, oh, that's God. Some, that's some Medea shit right there. Uh, uh, when he finally stops, <laughs> the bear turns to see what made the noise and eats both of them. <laughs> oh God, that's how it ends. It's like they're camping in a cave, and it's just like reverberating. That's what I was imagining. Like it's just like the loudest fucking shit. Oh no! <laughs> the, I, cavern. I <laughs> the cavern. It's shaking. I I literally wrote that sketch because I just <laughs> looked up on YouTube farts with reverb. Oh God. <laughs> You had the fucking uh, hook on that one. Oh, right? yeah, dude. I was fucking crying. <laughs> just listening to farts. <laughs> 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 we can play just like two seconds of it. Just yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. This <laughs> shit had me fucking rolling, dude. I've been just <laughs> listening to farts <laughs> with no, reverb. You gotta make that your ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> just when it sound like working at the Earwolf Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, that's the second sketch. Farts <laughs> 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 with reverb, baby. <laughs> All right, so this is my last one of the thing. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed, uh, all of them have had a theme of uh, national parks. The first one, they were oh. going to Yosemite. They were flying to Yosemite, mm. and that one, they were camping. And so this one follows that theme as well. I should have named this the Danger Junior Park on my shirt. Yeah, I, I wish I want to give the my only note is I want to give the second sketch a different name, Fart Cavern. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my only note. <laughs> okay, Fart Cavern. <laughs> yeah, dude. good one. <laughs> Get up. Good day. All right, this last one. Everybody see their parts. Yes. And so, Megan, you're yeah. reading. I got you. Yeah, you're oh. I'm not, I'm not I got you. All right. So this one is actually like mostly narration. So Megan's gonna be doing like oh almost all the reading. She likes me best. Shut up. <laughs> um, Shut it, it's called. All you guys have to do is start sucking his dick, and then he'll like you best. So bring that thing over here. If you want to start getting the good rolls in Logan's sketches, you know what it takes. I'm on the call. Me, call, oh. me, call me Young Weinstein. <laughs> Immediately regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately regret saying it. Regret cavern. So. Regret cavern. Oh. All right, this sketch is called American Dream. Look at it. 
A group of campers put out their fire and get ready to go to bed. Hey, is there a shower anywhere on this campground? Yeah, there's one up in the bathrooms. You gonna go take a shower? Yeah, I haven't all week. <laughs> Rico giggles at Tony. What's funny? Ah, nothing. Don't worry about it. Go shower. Tony walks away, and we hear Rico whisper, yelling to the other guys in their group. Hey, guys, Tony's gonna go jack off. Tony doesn't hear this and keeps walking to the bathrooms. <coughs> Sorry. Excuse that for a second. Coronavirus voice. Mm -hmm. But just sure. as he arrives, Ew. a strange person walks out. It's a dark, very hairy fellow, wearing a bucket hat, sunglasses, and a long trench coat. The strange man wobbles past Tony and makes a little quiet noise like. <laughs> Tony is very confused. So confused, he forgets he ever meant to jack off in the first place. Instead, he follows the strange man at a distance. The man wobbles all the way across the campground in the dim light cast by the sparse street lamps until coming to a Chevrolet blazer. He presses his stomach to the door handle for a few seconds. Tony hears it snapping, but nothing happens. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just figured it out. <laughs> the mystery man stumbles away from the car. Next, he approaches. You got it? This is very funny. <laughs> Next, he approaches a Toyota RAV4. Same story, only this time the alarm goes off. The man swivels and hides behind a tree. The owners of the car wake up and check the car out. The man jumps out from behind his hiding tree and hits the car owner over the head with a comically large rubber pallet. The owner passes out on the gravel and the mystery man <laughs> rummages through his pockets until he finds car keys. He looks over his shoulder, makes a noise into his shirt like... <laughs> He starts the car and drives away clumsily. Tony makes a mad dash to his own undisturbed car and is able to get it going just in time to follow the mystery man off the campground. He follows at a distance for quite some time. They drive out of the forest and straight through the night. Tony's eyes heavy with sleep. They drive and drive all the way out of Wyoming, down Interstate 15 through Idaho, through the fog of the night and hundreds of miles, miraculously on one tank of gas until Tony follows our strange man past that famous sign etched into the American subconscious that reads, Welcome to Fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Tony's eyes light up with a certain sense of wonder that he's all but forgotten since childhood. He always wanted to go to Las Vegas, but put it off for the classic reasons. It's sleazy, and I'm not one of those guys, you know, Las Vegas types. And besides, I don't have the money. If I did, I'd rather spend it to go somewhere classy like Morocco or the Mall of America. But here he is, right now, pulling into the one and only Las Vegas Strip. Every piece of building covered top to bottom in the most beautiful and almost pornographic twinkling lights, multicolored and dripping down into the street, the Christmas wish of some streetwise perfume cowboy. Tony can't believe this is real. He might walk into any one of these gilded racket palaces a pauper and stride out dressed in suede, exuding sex, a king. And isn't that the American dream? Doesn't Tony deserve his time, his 15 minutes? Why hasn't that spaceship ever landed on Tony's house, only to take him blistering at warp speed away into a world of hot nights and women whose skin never stops, gliding smoothly from one beautiful hill to the next, mossy glades and grassy green dollar bills, 
When, to when does Tony get his, paradoxically, both proverbial and literal diving board centered over a pool of hearts and chuckles? All too suddenly, <coughs> he remembers he didn't come here of his own volition, and this silken... Pronounced like you think, probably. Swagne? Swanye. Swanye dream. Okay. Didn't come here of his own volition, and this silken swanye dream is living out in his mind. Must wait for another time. He scans the street ahead for the RAV4 with the tall, dark, and very possibly handsome wheelman until he finds it. He pulls up close and continues and continues to trail, but they drive right through and out of the city of sin. Tony flounders in his confusion. He almost turns back, looking for that pillar of salt, but he steals himself, if only to finally unravel the mystery that brought him here. He follows the RAV4. They keep driving away from the city onto a dirt road and up to a fenced-in fenced hilly area with another important but not-so-famous sign that Tony reads. Apex Regional Landfill, Las Vegas, Nevada. The RAV4 stops and the driver gets out onto the muted red-orange dust of the Nevada desert. Tony watches closely as the trench coat, hat, and glasses fall away to reveal no human man's figure but four raccoons <laughs> sitting atop the other, each with his own bib around his neck and a fork and knife for each hand. They lick their lips, jump to the ground, all at, all at a full run, out arm, arms open wide, tears streaming through the front gate, as a host of other raccoons come out from the trash heap to greet them. One of the raccoons, the eldest of them, wearing a white robe and holding a staff made from the wood of an acacia tree, step ahead of the pack and stands before those these four horsemen of the RAV4 and lifts his voice. Welcome, my sons, to the promised land! All the raccoons rejoice. Tony drives back to Las Vegas and gambles away all his money. To this day, he still begs for change on the streets and uses what he makes to score dope and shoot up under US-95 bypass bridge that skirts the outer banks of the sinkhole known as Las Vegas. His friends assume he's lost. Wow. <coughs> Dope. As soon as soon as he went up to the car door and went Yeah. Trying to get yeah. it open, I was like, This is four fucking raccoons <laughs> in a trench coat. <laughs> dude. We when we were camping, I had That's this one of my favorite memories, dude. I'm yeah. like straight up. I had this idea of like what if a bunch of raccoons stole a car and drove to the biggest landfill in North America? Yeah. Uh, and it turns out it was in Las Vegas, and I was like, that's the American dream, baby. <laughs> and so I wrote this. Love it. I love, um, Logan, you've really, you know, I hate to, I hate to toot my own horn, but you've really taken a, a page out of my book, which is when the <laughs> sketch is done, yeah. you don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's, it's done now. The, the, the first sketch of the night, I was like, I'm going to pull an Austin. <laughs> I literally was like, it's a bomb. She They're not going to get this guy healthy. They're all going to die. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah, these were fun. These were really fun. Yeah. yeah that I is figured I would go full Logan. And <sighs> I really like what we did this season with like each of us getting to prepare some sketches because yeah. they're very different than what we write in an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Super cool. I'm going to write a book. Way to go, boys. I'm going to make you read all 500 <laughs> pages. 500 pages? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to make my book. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Uh, she dead now. Happy season hey two. Guys. Thank you for, for watching. Y'all are the best. Yeah, y'all are the best. Thank Bye, you Buster so much. Jones. Bye, Buster Jones. We'll see you next season. Oh. Bye. -bye.
good. Oh, 